previously on Live at 605. Well, we're at full blown pandemic. So if you remember the first season. You say full below pandemic? I meant to say full blown <laughs> <No>. pandemic. <laughs> but. Uh, John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from a beautiful 605 studio in wow. Toronto. What is Toronto? Toronto. I'm, I'm, uh, we're rusty. We're rusty. I'm starting to get the feels back for doing this. Wow. Um, this is episode two. Season 23. Of Live at 605. I love that the studio sign is lit as well. Just like this season, it's lit. <laughs> the season is lit. So one of the things you should know is it's been about 11 months since. Well, <laughs> somewhere between 8 to 11 months, I'd say. I think we last recorded. This is the longest break between episodes. Yeah, but I think one of the things that we're so excited about is... You know, this year, 2023, after being in, you know, record pandemic lockdowns in Ontario, we were like, we're going out and we're having fun in yes. 2023. So we've had a slew of adventures um, over the last eight months. Yes. And we've decided the best way to kind of break down the podcast is actually do one episode per adventure. Right. Um, and so we've kind of outline the whole thing but yeah. you know this is kind of fun because now we're going back in memory lane and i actually cannot believe that that this trip that we're going to talk about our new york trip right was almost a year ago but also that it happened this year earlier this year is the first thing we did and yeah, to your point this is i know people always say like oh this season's the best season it's my best album best movie whatever but this is going to be <laughs> the craziest season yeah. we've ever done in 23 seasons 10 plus we celebrated our 10-year anniversary this year Jesus. of the podcast. We came out February 9th, 2013. And by far, we've done close to 200 episodes. I believe this is by far the craziest season. We got insane celebrity stories. We oh got God, one yeah. from this episode. Totally. We got one where we, we met one of our idols. Yes. Technically, we saw him. Concerts. Concerts. Parties. Tri parties, trips. Pool we got parties. Pool party poppy over here. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. November. and We still have maybe... The biggest event of the year coming up with the, <laughs> potentially the craziest stories. That's not even, hasn't even happened yeah. yet. But uh, you haven't even introduced yourself. What is introduced What's myself? this from? Allow me to introduce myself. Isn't that Austin Powers? <laughs> I think so. Um, so for those of you guys who don't know me, but you've already listened to one episode of this season, I'm Val Gomez. And it's your boy, uh, John Mount over here. And how do people want to get in contact with you? Like... You're setting the Insta on fire. You took a break from Insta. And now you're just setting it ablaze again. <laughs> so, so how do they find you? One of the things that I like to do, especially for episodes of the podcast, so you can go back to my feed. It's Val Gomez 23 and actually see pictures from the different experiences we talk about or also keep up with like the different stories that I post based on a week to week adventure. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And then I mean, you can follow us on Facebook, search Live 605, but we're not Facebook, Facebook people. Yeah, oh, well. They always take our videos down. They suck. But you know who doesn't take down our videos is TikTok. And we got three whole videos on TikTok. What? And there's three, two sneak previews on there of two big trips we did. So if you want to get, before we actually get to the stories, if you want to see a sneak peek, search Live at 605 on TikTok, and you might see Chicago and you might see Vegas trips. And I'm just saying we put together some an epic sizzle reel of both of those. Go trips. bash it. 
Uh, I'm not going to get two sound effects crazy, but I have one sound effects called 605 Classic. Do you have any idea what that is? No. Let's find out. Oh, oh okay. It's just yeah. the sting. I should be sting. Um, so do we want to jump into it? I think we have to. There's so much, There's to, so get. much to get. I, into. Initially, we were toying with the idea of New York being two episodes, we but we got now. so much crazy shit. We got to cram this all into one insane episode. So let's take a step back. So one of the things, if you guys know John and I, is we're always up for an adventure. We're yeah. always up to, you know, do a weekend trip, go somewhere new. Always go for it. Always go for it. That is our motto of 2023. Just go for it. Yeah. Um, usually applicable to more concerts. That's true. <laughs> but this could also be to adventures. Well, we did adventure to see concerts in different countries, provinces, everything, states. So... Back in, I think, October, November 2022. Oh, damn. Our friend Ferris Mm. was very much like... Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast was like, I want to go to New York for my birthday. And you both celebrate birthdays uh, very close together. Yeah. And you both celebrate birthdays, unfortunately, next to big holidays, right? (laughs) So mine is close to Christmas. Hers is close to New Year's. And so we both get historically fucked. Shafted. uh, Super shafted uh, just because of the holidays, which is fair. Um, But then also it's like, you're in a lockdown, the weather, et cetera. Um, So back in like the fall of 2022, our friend Ferris was very much like, I would love to go to New York for my birthday and actually just do a weekend trip. And Mm. so I was like, yeah, of course I'll fucking roll with you. When when was the last time you've been to New York and what's your experience with New York? What is my experience? We went together. The last time we went was probably about seven, eight years ago. Yeah. And I think it was tagged on. So I did. You did your writing. I did an eight week writing course in New York called Mm -hmm. writing for late night. And I would fly to New York once a week for eight straight weeks. And then on the last week there, you joined me and we turned it into like a four day adventure. Oh yeah. We went to one of the last David Letterman shows ever. Did you see stars there? We saw stars. We went to the, we saw the Sens clinch a playoff spot against New York Rangers. Madison Square Garden. Garden. We've taken uh, boat trips to Brooklyn. We found that cool Brooklyn bar Mm -hmm. and we've gone to the comedy cellar and Caroline's and gone through Central Park. So like all the things you want to do. And I think the main headline here is when you have an opportunity to go to New York, you go to New York City, right? It's super fun. You'll You'll never regret it. Never regret it. You'll always have a new adventure. So basically we were like, we're going to fly Porter which is great. It's the island, Toronto Island Airport. Downtown airport. Downtown airport. Super simple. It's like less than an hour and a half flight to New York City. Easy breezy. We found a hotel that was like super central in Manhattan. It's all going to be great. Just as a reminder from last season, we also in the fall, our car broke down finally. And, you know, cars were hard to come by to buy new cars in, you know, the pandemic because parts and labor and supply constraint. But we had actually purchased our new car, Sully, um, a new Volvo, right, in late November. Yes. Okay. So just hold on to that thought. I know we, we, yeah, we talked about it. Um, we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in 2022 wrap up. We yeah. talked about a dude who loved our tires. Yeah. So I just, so, I, I know we talked about buying the new car and everything, but that's, yeah, we had just bought a brand new car in mid to late November. And exactly said. that. It's just like, hold that thought. So when, for this New York trip, what I love about John Ferris, what could be brother, sister, right? Mm. You guys are like siblings mm. and me, like we're all like really good friends. We're all very easy going, but we all said there's kind of like one thing we each wanted to do as yeah. part of this trip. So right. what was your one thing you wanted to do? 
I already kind of mentioned it, but one of my favorite things to do in New York City is go see live comedy because you could say New York and L.A. are like the two comedy meccas in North America. So I definitely wanted to go to the Comedy Cellar, which was probably the best club in New York City, which was made famous by the show Louie. And we had been there twice. I've been there two or three times. I think you've been there twice. Mm -hmm. And you never know who could pop in. It could be a big celebrity or it could just be local New York comics who are some of the best in the world. So I'm like, I want to do the Comedy Cellar. But is it Comedy Cellar or is it like Village Underground? So the, there's in that area, which I forget what what's that spot even called now. I can't even remember now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But um, there's an area, yeah, in uh, New York where the Comedy Cellar is, the Village Underground, which is owned by the Comedy Cellar. So it's almost like mm -hmm. Comedy Cellar 2. And then there is the Fat Black uh, Pea Cat, which is another <laughs> club. And so there's like a whole hub of really famous New York comedy clubs, but there is Comedy Cellar, which also owns the Village Underground, which we ended up booking tickets to the Village mm -hmm. Underground because we were looking up lineups and I saw there was a few comedians, one who I really liked with this uh, comedian called Sam Morell, mm -hmm. who Ferris knows and likes a lot. There was another great guy on that uh, bill named... Um, Todd Berry, who is this older, really dry, funny comedian. And there was like three other comedians like, okay, yeah, I think that's the one we want to do. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I want to put my uh, notes in now. I want to do the Comedy Cellar on Wednesday night. So we're like, yep, done. Let's do it. Perfect. Ferris wanted to go see. She's obsessed with Denzel Washington's son. I can't remember. It's like John. Uh, John David. John David Washington. Yeah. Did you Anyways. <laughs> um, and so she wanted to see this uh, play that has um, John David Washington and Samuel Jackson in it. Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane, obviously. No, it was like, like um, I think it was called like the last piano or something. I can't Some even remember. Last piano in the room or piano something man like or that. something. Um, and then I wanted to see the musical of Almost Famous. And Almost Famous, the movie is what to you? My favorite film of all time, The Director's Cut. It has oh, the shit. best soundtrack. I just love the pacing. Obviously, you know me, I'm a huge music junkie. Yeah. Love the backstory of Rolling Stone. So all of the above. So those were kind of like our three big things. Yeah. But then we also had like a bunch of like little things. There was like restaurants we wanted to go to, some bars. Yeah. Uh, we obviously wanted to go check out like the MoMA, go to yeah. like where they shoot. Um, Only murders in the building. Yeah. So we're so excited. Okay, we're ready to go. We're texting each other. It is like a decent day in Toronto. The weather is good. You know, the sun is shining. We're and like, we're, hey, Ferris, we're going to meet you at the airport. So we're our travel itinerary is going Tuesday morning, coming back Friday, early morning afternoon, yeah. right? So yeah, to your point, we get the Uber. We're on our way to Porter. Weather is great. Uh, you know me, I'm constantly checking uh, the flight information. There's no delays, no nothing. I'm like, okay, this is great. You also know me and I want to get somewhere like to an airport two, <laughs> three, four, six hours early. Which is complete opposite of me. <laughs> yeah. And I think I compromise and I'm like, let's get there an hour 50 early, <laughs> yeah. which was good. We get there as we pull up, we see Ferris getting dropped off, like perfect timing, right? Yeah. And perfect timing, Ferris is like, I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, so like, oh, perfect. We got two hours to go, no problem at all. Totally. So does she not go to the bathroom and then walking back, she gets a notification on yeah. her phone, phone that our flight has been canceled. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Wrong, John. <laughs> Why did you go dun dun dun? Ah, uh, god damn it. I'm. Say that Somebody yeah. said he was in post-production. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot what... I'm rusty. Rusty. I need... 
<laughs> you don't watch Seinfeld, but there's a funny episode where Kramer like has a horse and his name's Rusty and he goes, Rusty. <laughs> Should get that sound effect. So, anyway, so our fucking flight has been canceled. Can't, not delayed, not yeah. postponed, fully blown canceled. And the f- it's like, it's sunny. It is fucking early January. It is sunny in Toronto. There's also 12 flights from Toronto to New York City that day. Sorry, Newark that day. And all of them are on time. And ready to go. And nothing else is canceled except for our flight. <laughs> so Are you kidding me? Here's where I would say we all have different approaches of how we tackle things. Yes. Right? Ferris, I don't even know what Ferris did. You were like, you're the calm one. I turn into like, I'm getting this shit done. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go talk to a concierge person. Right. Right. And basically ask what is going on. We we went into like, well, let's go see. We went to the front desk to be like, (laughs) our flight's canceled. What the hell? Like, what are you? Yeah. It was canceled. And then they rebooked us for Thursday night at nine o'clock or something. And our flight home was Friday morning at like 11. Which clearly doesn't work. We miss everything. No, we, we would be there for like five hours. Five hours. And we would have lost like thousands of dollars in like tickets to things yeah um so anyways so we were like okay let's think about this rationally hey concierge at the desk can you please stagger us yeah and put us all on different flights to just get there there's 10 more flights today surely you can put one of us on one one on another and he said everything is completely sold out until thursday like nine o'clock at night totally which was like i don't Don't believe believe you. you And do you remember in like Home Alone, the first one where they're like trying to get back to like she's the mom's trying to get back. And then the like concierge person's just like typing a bunch of and you're like, what the fuck are you actually typing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like that person was like, there's nothing. And I was like, what are you actually typing? Like, how is this not a better system? No. So anyway, so this person was like not helpful. We were like, well, he's also like, well, you can call the so-and-so number. They'll be more helpful. Like than a person in person. Thank you. (laughs) So anyway, so we were like, I guess we're leaving. And I could feel Ferris being like, so we're not going to New York. And then we were like, we're not going to New York. Like what happens? And, and to your point, hundred like thousands of dollars on hotels, concert tickets, or like musicals and all these things that we'd already pre-booked. And this was like the highlight of our Christmas vacation. And we were going down Tuesday. Almost Famous was Tuesday night. The yes. show was at like 8 p.m. Yeah. So we also had that on, on, on our the brain. brain. The thing that you wanted to see was that night. So... Let's put it this way. In the the next 10 minutes, we decide, guess what? What? In our new car, yeah. we're driving to New York City. <laughs> Gee, we're driving to New York City. Let Have me, you ever driven to New York City? I was going to ask you the same question. And I've driven, my parents have driven us to New York State when we were kids. Yeah. Have I ever driven to New York City? I have not. I've never driven in New York City. Mm-hmm. I've never driven. I've never driven in the U- United States of America. Okay, so I have you multiple have times. Multiple times. But have I've you, never driven our new car in New York City. Have you ever driven an old car in New York City? I have not. Okay, so in the winter. That's right. In the winter and, and not planned. And if you remember, uh, two weeks prior, you swore off driving that car ever again. <laughs> Because you drove to the keg. You're like, no, I'm not used to this car. It was too digital. (laughs) As I just bitched out the airplane guy. I know. For not having a digital system. But not (laughs) even two weeks later, you're tasked now with driving. Through the Poconos. Through the Poconos, through Scranton, PA, (laughs) through Secaucus. (laughs) 
through <laughs> the Bronx into New York City. It was crazy pants. So, so we we went back to our house. Yeah. Right. We got a bunch of like drinks and things and loaded the car. Yeah. I had to make an emergency playlist because this is a eight and a half, nine hour drive. <laughs> and like, we're not going to listen to the radio. So I had to swiftly, you decide you take the first. So we, <laughs> we decided we would split up the driving and Ferris was nice and said she would offer to drive too. But we're like, well, it's a brand new car. Don't worry about it. We got it. Yeah. We just didn't, we were getting too anxious. Like yeah. if something happened, we'd rather have it be on our watch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you made an emergency playlist by merging a bunch of our amazing playlists, right? And adding some new bangers yeah, onto it. Absolute bangers. I took the first four and a half hour shift. You took the second. Yeah. Um, and so it was part of those things where I'm kind of like, whoa, Sorry. what's happening? Like we're doing this. Like there was a little bit of fear when we crossed the border, I would say into well, the have States. you ever, I guess, have you ever driven over the border? Like as the primary driver? No. Me neither. I've been in cars, obviously driving across the board, but never as the driver. Yeah. And I would say it's like the one thing I appreciate about the three of us, we're all very calm. Yeah. Right. But there were points where it was like, I would say more so for you, because I think when I was driving, it was still bright a fair bit. Like the weather wasn't amazing, but it was yeah. still bright. But like you're in uncharted territory. Right. Yeah. I was like, what happens if I'm doing it wrong? What happens if I make a weird turn? Where do we stop? And yeah, so like you said, this is early January and the weather driving there for what I remember was like freezing rain a little bit, right? So you're also again driving with the elements. That's okay. I feel like I've driven in so many different types of weather. I'm usually pretty comfortable, but to your point, it was kind of after being terrified of driving to the keg in Toronto, uh, driving to New York City just felt a little ambitious, but it was super fun. We ended up stopping a bunch and then I passed the drive over to you. Yeah. And the only thing I remember, and you can tell me your point, was because we have no sense of the terrain, there was like three things I love about our new car. One, okay. the digital dashboard would like flash on like a new oh, icon yes. every time we went through a certain state, yeah. which was slightly sexist, slightly yes. like kind of like, oh, I wish it was like Tony Soprano when we were in Jersey or something. Yeah. Um, But they would flash a new icon. That was hilarious. And then the digital dashboard in front of you with the map would just show like lakes or mountains and things, but it was pitch black in certain areas. And they'd be like a sign on the left that said like scenic view. And you're like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like you couldn't see anything. No. And so if somebody asked like, what was the drive like? 50% of it, I have no idea where the fuck we were. Yeah, it was, some of it was a a nice drive and everything. But to your point, at one point it was really dark and rainy and foggy and there was, a two second stretch where I'm like, it's pitch black. I can't see anything. And then I was fine. So that was the only, and it wasn't like it was a windy road, but I'm like, Oh, that's kind of creepy. But I think the drive there, we were in pretty good spirits. Cause we were kind of like, all right, well we're doing this. So Ferris is really good. Like I'm going to be like the energy for you mm-hmm. guys. You're driving. But again, we're trying to get there for 8 PM because of your my almost, almost famous. famous show. And I'm like, we all had tickets. I'm like, when we had the GPS, it said we were going to arrive at, the um the venue at like 805 so mm-hmm. like shit i'm like well here's what i'm gonna do guys like worst case scenario i'll drop you guys off there and then i'll drive to the hotel and you guys do it and i'll i'll check us in this this and that but then it's like it's saying like the we'll arrive there at like 805 mm-hmm. but we're still like six hours away and we still gotta do like bathroom breaks maybe grab lunch so it became a pr- pretty apparent that 
we're not going to make the show, but we didn't want to miss it for you, right? Yeah. So, so Ferris is really great. She called like the um, ticket box, box box office or whatever, and explained what had happened. And the person actually comped us those tickets yeah. and got us cheaper tickets yeah. to the next day in the afternoon. I yeah. think we went, but with the full same full cast. It wasn't like we're seeing like not a, standbys, but whatever they're called. Standby. What are they called? Understudies. The understudies. And so it was so. I was so I felt really good because I didn't want it to be rushed kind of thing no. and I didn't want you to miss it. Um, well, the other thing was, you know me and I'm I'm always the most the thing I'm most worried about when it's driving is where are we going to park? And I'm driving I'm like, guys, <laughs> I don't think our hotel has a parking lot. So, okay. And again, so which is a fair thing yeah. to be nervous about, right? We're going to drive 9 hours to be like mm-hmm. find somewhere to park in New York City. So there's a couple things that I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like I'll always like I'll try and always remember but when we finally pulled into New York City and we were driving on the water to go across the bridge that sight was so clear and beautiful and I know you couldn't take it in because you were like driving but like it was really cool to be like go this way for Harlem go this way for like you know whatever yeah Brooklyn Uh, and so it just looked so badass I'm like oh my god I can't believe you're driving our car in New York City yeah um but then yeah to your point it's like where the fuck are we gonna park and so like John and I don't have a garage so ours is outdoor parking anyway but when we get to the hotel they're like oh no we I called the hotel Oh, you called you knew where it was well I just like oh you know we have our driving blah 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 and the guy's like well we have a deal with a parking garage (laughs) like six blocks away so he's like you can park there and you get a discount with us and i'm like okay great but again i was like do you make a reservation They're like no it's just kind of first come first go like if there's spots there's spots so i'm like well i hope there's spots when we get there but before i'm fast forwarding a little bit one funny thing the whole like i said the whole car ride down there was fun we stopped for breaks we were joking <laughs> left, listening to music but the best part was when we like pulled out of a gas station a certain song came on <laughs> yeah. And again, this emergency playlist, half of it was a playlist I made for myself. So most of it was just like rap songs that were just for me. And then the other half was like, I catered to the three of us. But then this one song came on that both Ferris and I loved. And it was this song. (laughs) And we found a a talent that Ferris has that neither one of us has. Hold on. This is Birdman featuring clips. But then we did this the whole like weekend. Hold on. Wait for it. Right here. <laughs> she could make that the sound effect call. like so well where we were like <laughs> I so I've never been more jealous of someone being able to do something. Anyways, that's the uh, what happened to that butt boy. But it's also one of those things because we never think of like Ferris as like one of the music friends. So when she knows like a song, right? It's like, what the fuck? And you know the sound effect? Yeah. Um, so anyway, so cutting back to the parking lot story, John called the parking lot people and was like, okay, you can park. It's like eight blocks away. Um, it's like first come first serve. You just like roll up in it, you get a ticket. And then it's like through the hotel though. So like, how are you feeling at this point? Well, like you said, now we're in New York city. It's kind of cool. We're driving through Manhattan. I'm kind of like, oh man, I think it's good that we have been there so many times. So I kind of knew what to expect, which is like driving. Like there's going to be lots of people walking, jaywalking, bikers. And then our hotel, which I forget which hotel we stayed at, but it was outside of Grand Central Station. And so we get there and luckily we were able to kind of park on the street and you and Ferris kind of took everything in, right? And she was a trooper. She's like, I'm going to hold all of our bags in the lobby and I'll just wait for you guys to go park the car before we like officially Mm -hmm. check in, right? So... 
I was just worried. I'm like, I like to know things before I do it, especially when it comes to parking. So I'm like, I wish I knew what this parking garage looked like. Is it outdoors? Is it indoor? Although I think the guy told us it was indoor parking. Excuse me. And we pulled in and I'm like, I just hope they have space for our car. So we pull into this parking garage. It's in a building. Mm -hmm. Get out. Say, yeah, we're with this hotel. We'd like to park here for whatever it is, four days. Like, yeah, no problem. Give us your keys. Gave them our keys. They gave us a ticket. And they drove our car away somewhere. And, okay, do you remember in the movie High School High with John Lovitz? Yes. And it's, like, when he's driving to the high school, and then yeah. he, like, parks the car, and he's, like, all happy. Then he, like, turns around, and his car's gone. Yeah. That's what I felt, like, was going to happen with our car. I'm, our like... three, four-week-old car. Yeah, I was, like, what are we even fucking... Like, besides the house, we have not made an investment on something. So I was, like... John, we can't even go back and like check on. I, know, I don't think there's any in or out privileges. <laughs> no. I think it's just like you come back when you come back. And I'm just like, let's just trust that our car totally. will be. And obviously I, I knew it would be, mm -hmm. but then the back of your head, you're like brand new car expensive, totally. but it's like, it is what it is. So the first night we like dicked around and then we went to this, like one really awesome, like tapas bar. Yeah. Right. For dinner. And then we went to this like other bar where they had like the popcorn and like the music and the games downstairs yeah but you forgot what happened as we were walking into that bar oh i know what happened i was okay. gonna say so we're walking into the second bar and obviously like if everyone has ever heard the story of pizza rat um <laughs> so we're walking and there's like scaffolding yeah that is like eyeline to us right like it's like stacked and so basically at our eye level does not the world's fucking largest pizza rat walked by and i was like Bleh. it was yeah the pizza rat the rat king rat king walks by and i was like oh god and it was like one of those things it's like you obviously know there's fucking rats in the city everywhere in new york but it was more the fact that it was like at our face and it was like 40 minutes into our trip and it's just kind of like all right well let's just quickly go inside <laughs> and then i was like let's get all the gin we can drink yeah, well, the dinner in, in that bar, the two separate places were both pretty fantastic, I thought. Yeah, the second bar, I can't, like, and this is a problem, I didn't, I tried to, I didn't tag I know, everything. that's okay. But um, I remember that bar distinctly playing really intense, like, Miami, like, rap and reggae. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that one? Yeah, 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 for sure. And then, like, downstairs was, like, a whole game area. Yeah. Right? So, um, and then I also remember a chick puking in the bathroom oh, really? while we were there um because pharaohs <laughs> called me down and was like there's she's still in there really <laughs> i was like do we help her um okay and so, so wait how long did it take us to drive there probably like eight and a half hours eight and a half hour and to your point was just wrap up the driving we drove through rain snow like three states three states but when we got to new york city was it not and this is remember like january 3rd or 4th was it not like 15 18 degrees yeah, outside it was like like yeah. it was like spring weather it was like 100%. oh my god this is amazing we barely even needed jackets at night we didn't yeah and like this is a part who can deny climate change yeah. um so day two yes was awesome epic. super epic because we had we went out for breakfast i think we just did like bagels or something yeah that day which obviously love and then we had the show well in the afternoon first was we wanted to go to was it the moma oh yeah we walked to the moma but it was a tuesday and it wasn't there or it was like wednesday or something and it wasn't open yes yeah, so we walked there and it wasn't open yeah. but did we not salvage it by like let's go get coffee and hot chocolates and you know what it's like well, let's see if the only murders in the building <gasps> building is anywhere close to the moma yes it's a 10 minute walk 
so we go to this iconic building. Which to be hysteria. I, so I don't know anyone who watches Only Murders in the Building mm-hmm. starring your fashion icon, Selena, Selena Gomez, Gomez, Martin Short, and Steve Martin. The movie, the show obviously takes place in a building, Only Murders in the Building. And it's like, the, especially the first season, that building is like a character in the show. I hate when people say, oh, New York City is a character, but the building mm-hmm. is a character. And it's such like cool architecture and stuff that we're like, I, we both wanted to go there because I think we had just finished watching the second season. Yeah. And I think one of the things like John and I love architecture tours in general or like going to like look at design and stuff. So even if you didn't watch the show, the yeah. facade of the building and the arches are absolutely stunning. So like Ferris and I and John, we dicked around in like Central Park and then we we're like, oh, let's go somewhere else. Let's go to this building. She was game for it, which I love, like yeah. just to go on the walk and see it. So we have the picture outside. We'll post the, it. We'll, we'll go onto my feed. It's in there Yeah. Um, from January. But it's like this awesome arch where you can kind of see the the gate and then to the courtyard and so i remember the concierge being like do you guys want to come in yeah. <laughs> like i was like ah. right like can we yeah um but obviously they shoot the interiors on a sound stage but it was so cool like very I, cool i don't know there's something about it that i'm like oh man and also i, I know i just talked about it but this was Wednesday, early January, New York City, and mm-hmm. we're wearing jeans and t-shirts. Yeah. It's the sunniest day ever. You can see it in the in the picture. Mm-hmm. We have no jackets on at all. Like, we could have asked for better New York City. We- like, it was spring-type weather in January, which is crazy. Totally. We went, so we dicked around outside the MoMA. We went walking around Central Park, which was, like, lovely on, the like, the water and everything. We got hot chocolates, to your point. And then we went to see Almost Famous, the musical, at the Bernard B. Jacobs Theater. That's right. So what... uh what were you anticipating for the show? Were you excited? Were you just like, I just want to see them? Mm-hmm. Like, what were your expectations? One, I love Almost Famous. If it's on TV, I'll watch it. If it's like in a musical, I'll ask to go see it. Um, my expectations were high, but not like super high. Because I know sometimes musicals can be super cheesy. So like, I don't know if you ever saw this or had any inclination when I was living in England and there was like the Queen musical, and right. I thought it would be a tribute to like Freddie Mercury, but it was like 2052 and like robots, and like they just like changed all the like the music and like That's weird. some people liked it. I you hated it. Right? I wanted it to be like a purist and like just listen to great music. So I'm gonna go ahead and guess that you do not enjoy the new Beatles song. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> so, and you do not like the new mu- Beatles music. Oh my video. god, I hate that even more. <laughs> um. So when we got to the musical, like just reading, like I knew a lot of the music was like green lit, which is great. But they what always does that mean like they actually were able to use some of like the real songs yeah. from the movie in the musical. But then they had like other made up songs for the musical. Okay. Right. The guy who played, um, my guy, Paris and I were like, hot. Right. Um, he was amazing. Well, who's um, your guy? Nobody knows who your guy is. What character? Oops. I'm forgetting now. The uh, main guy with the mustache. Yeah. And, um, oh. He's like the main rock star, isn't he? Yeah, and I'm like, why is he's, my brain? He's like the lead guitarist. Yeah, so Penny Lane falls in love with him. Hold on. Not. You claim this is your I favorite know, movie of all time. I know, I claim this is like, the, is this a thing? Talking about the director's cut, saying, if it ain't the director's Blu-ray <laughs> version, I ain't fucking with you in that. So no. now you can't remember this guy's Russell name. Russell Hammond. Okay, played by the incomparable. Well, Billy Kudrup. 
Crudup, yeah. Crudup, Crudup, Crudup played him in the original, but yeah, they yeah. had like a very big yeah. look alike. He looked just like him. Um, and so anyway, so I thought the musical, I'll give it like eight and a half out of 10. Mm -hmm. The reason being is because pretty good. They basically had to like fix all of the stuff that would be considered canceled oh, now. Problematic. Problematic now, which was like almost too on the nose. Right. Um, in terms of like woke culture yeah um and then some of the songs the new songs were cheesy but other than that i absolutely loved it it just made me like smile from ear to ear the whole time yeah i definitely enjoyed it too i like the movie a lot we, i've watched it with you obviously a few times before and i thought it was just super entertaining and yeah the main guy was fantastic <laughs> it was funny and uh yeah I'd, I'd recommend it so i think from there you and i because we were gonna that night I we think were going to the comedy cellar. Comedy cellar. But I think either that night we went to the... We, did. we went to your bar. My bar called Valerie's, mm -hmm. which was like this awesome cocktail bar. And it was decorated for Christmas, which obviously right. made it like so much better. But it was super cute inside. They had like such amazing cocktails to get. And like, yeah, we just ended up... I wish we would have stayed there longer because it was just a good vibe. The music was good. The architecture again was amazing. Like the decor and everything, the lighting yeah. was really great. But the cocktails, I remember being like, I think you got like a spicy gin drink. I think so. And it was like, it's burning my lips. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was super cute. And then we went to the Village Underground. Comedy Cellar presents the Village Underground. So yeah, we had been to the Comedy Cellar and this is just an extension of the Comedy Cellar. It's still in a basement. Mm -hmm. And fuck, why can't I think of the area that it uh, that it's in? Uh, and you say you've gone so many times. <laughs> uh, just what's that? What's that area called? Hold on, let me let me type it in. Comedy Cellar, New York City. I just um, it's oh, it's in yeah Greenwich Village. Yeah. That's where it is. So, like I said, there was like five comics on the lineup, and fuck, oh, there was one guy who his name is Godfrey, not. Gilbert Godfrey. That's who I thought immediately. But no, it's this other guy, Godfrey. He's like, I'm like, oh, he's, I was most excited for you guys to see him because he's such like, he's just um, a really big out there performer, like just mm -hmm. uh, lots of high energy. And when I was looking at the set list, I'm like, oh shit, he's not on here anymore. I'm like, oh, that kind of mm -hmm. sucks. But I was so happy because Sam Morrell, who I like a lot, is on there. And it's funny, when you and I went to the Comedy Tower like eight years ago, we actually saw Sam Morrell perform. And then the next day, I remember I saw we saw him walking down the street. Yeah. And I knew him through a podcast. And I wish I said, like, oh, I'm a big fan. But now I'm, like, a huge fan of his because I love his podcast and his comedy <coughs> specials. So we go to the uh, Village Underground. And, again, we know who's, who's in the lineup. And they had a great host that night. No, I, you're jumping the gun. What? We literally line up outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, give and so everyone, like, and, like, here's the thing. The line up around the block. It's literally rammed on the street. So you have to you buy your tickets in advance because it's it sells out. This is a Wednesday night, and it was sold out. So you have to buy your tickets in advance. Well, in advance. And there are, like, large groups of people. They're actually, the group in front of us were from Toronto, yeah, like Hamilton or something. Yeah. Um, and so these bouncers are coming through and they're like, okay, you need to put your phones in these like, like um, sealed, FedEx bag. sealed bags. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, not only your phone, they saw your wrist said, no, you're not no. getting in with that Apple watch. And then, so this is the thing. They came around once and then they came around again and took my Apple watch. Exactly. So I was like, what in the actual fuck? Like I was freaking out to not have my watch on, Yeah. but like to give up my phone. I'm like, why are we doing this? But it's also, I, I'm i like, this makes sense because even if it's not, like, say, Jerry Seinfeld doing a performance, uh -huh. the 
people, people, comedians don't want their sets recorded because let's just say they're saying something controversial or a little bit dark and it gets posted online out of context. Everything that when you're not in the room, if mm -hmm. you just see a video of someone saying something about whatever, let's say it's a school shooting or, or whatever it is, maybe in the room it's funny, but then if you just see a clip on YouTube mm -hmm. or whatever, out of context, you're like, this is horrible. So comedians don't want their stuff out there, right? Especially a lot of these comedians these are like warm up sets for their hour specials and stuff. So they're practicing that their jokes aren't final. So they're just, they don't want their stuff out there. So I, that's what I figured it was for. And it probably was for that too. So I would say, what time did the show really start? 10 o'clock for us? I, yeah, I think the show was like a 930 and the actual show started at maybe 10 or so. So we finally get seated. We're pretty close to the front. Like I would say like we're one table behind the front row. Yeah, we're like 10 feet from the front row. And it's, I mean, it's an it's underground small club. I don't know how many people fit in there, but it's it's tiny. It's tiny. We have like an awesome booth seat kind of yeah. thing. We get a bunch of drinks. Yeah. Um, Thinking I like chips or whatever. And so the host was yeah. like outstanding. So yeah, I think his name was Artie Fuqua, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. And he was actually, remember a few years ago when Tracy Morgan was in like that bus crash when yeah. you got, that guy was in the crash with them. And oh, I think no. he was in like a coma and stuff. But I would argue he was the, the best part of the whole show. He was amazing. He was on fire. So then the first comedian went up and yeah. I think it was, it was the female one, right? Yeah, the she, female one. She had just won like best female comic in yeah. New York City. She was really funny. I don't remember any of her jokes at this point. Yeah. Um. Then. Then I think it was Sam Morrell. Sam Morrell went up. Did you, and Ferris like him? Oh yeah, no, he was great. I mean, I know, I know his stuff and Ferris knew him, but he, I was just, I was just happy to see him. So then. The, the MC comes back out and he's like, okay, guys, we have a special for you. Yeah, we have a special guest who's doing a quick pop in for you. And then he's like, Chris Rock is here. <laughs> and, and so and like, I'm literally like, John, is there another person yeah. named Chris Rock? Like, uh, who is Chris? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. This guy's going to be like, Chris Rock, just joking. It's some guy totally. you've never heard of. Because sometimes people do that. And so the one thing to note, too, and I mean, now it's like been a while, but like in 2022 was the infamous The Slap with yeah. Will Smith Will at Smith the Oscars. the shit out of Chris Rock. At the Oscars. And so Chris Rock hadn't really made a public appearance since. Oh, yeah. So it was actually Chris Rock. So sorry. Mm -hmm. We made it seem like it wasn't like. No, Chris Rock came walking yeah. out dressed like, like uh, a, Fifth cooler. Avenue hobo. Yeah, but with AirPod Maxes on. AirPod Maxes. <laughs> and he and it's just like he has a presence to him. You're like, oh, my God, we're about to see one of the greatest comics of all time. Like this is this is what I love about the comedy seller is legendary comics will just pop in. And so he comes out. Everyone's going crazy. They're standing ovation. People can't believe it. Like you said, we're 10, 15 feet away from him. And he just gets on stage and he's like pacing back and forth, right? Yeah. For like maybe what feels like 90 seconds. Yeah. And he's just kind of muttering under his breath. They say words hurt. They say words hurt. He keeps saying that under his breath, right? Pacing back and forth. Finally stops. He's like, they say words hurt. Words don't hurt. You know what hurts? Getting slapped in the fucking face <laughs> yeah. by Will Smith and people just like lose their shit, right? Yeah. And. No, I, I was like, I think I was in shock. Like I was yeah. just like, it felt he feels big, like larger than life yes. when you're in front, when he's like 10 well, feet in what, front of what, you. What's, what's your relationship with Chris Rock? Do you? We're very close friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, do you like his comedy? Do you prefer his movies? Did you like him on SNL? Did you like his stand up? Do you like, yeah, do you I like Grown Ups like... one or two better? <laughs> Neither. But Neither. Um, no, I like Chris Rock. I don't, 
you're more into comedy. So yeah. I would say like, have I followed him? No. Yeah. Do I know like the big things he's done? Yeah. Yes. Do I recognize him as like a cultural icon in comedy? A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I've watched most of his standups. Like his two classic ones are bigger and blacker and then bring the pain, I believe. And those are mm -hmm. like, I actually recently watched them maybe three, four months ago and they still are pretty hilarious. And then, so I love his standup. I obviously love him and his movies. Mm -hmm. He was only on S SNL for a little bit, but it's obviously it's like him and, and Adam Sandler and my dad's favorite, David Spade and Chris <laughs> Farley, all those people, like those are like legendary comedians, totally. right? So it was pretty cool. I also knew that Chris Rock had a new stand-up Netflix special that was coming out, I think in March or February, right? Yeah, so he did like like a 40-minute set? Probably about a 40-minute set. And, and it, it was great. It went all over the place. It was like, he's such a great storyteller, yeah. I would say, and his pacing was great. But then after he, like, when he was done, like, the crowd just kept roaring. Yeah. And I was like, we're only halfway through the real set of yeah. this, like, actual show. And it's, like, midnight or something at yeah. this point. Um, and so, it, like, I felt like we were on a fucking high. Well, the interesting thing was you could tell a lot of these were, like, brand new joke ideas. Like, they weren't polished mm -hmm. bits. Like, he was kind of like, okay, what do I want to talk about next? Mm -hmm. uh, Lululemon. Okay, let me talk about that. Like. Mm -hmm. They weren't polished jokes. It was almost like he was fucking around to be like, I have an idea in my head. Let me see if this is actually funny. Oh, I got a big laugh. Great. Then you do another kind of a joke. Some of them weren't even jokes. Some of them are just like his ideas, right? Totally. But it was so cool just to see his process. And I, I think, so fast forward, just like to, you know, yeah. contextualize when his Netflix special came out, Cam well, was watching it. Well, should we save that for our Montreal trip? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Well, or do you want to, we can yeah, do it we now. Just say Okay, it. go for it. Um, basically, Cam was watching uh, the Netflix special and Ferris is um, Cam's partner. And so we all started texting each other. And we were, basically- We were watching at the exact same time is at, what you forgot. Yeah. They were in LA, we were in Montreal. Oh, yeah. And like so, Ferris, they were texting us like, oh my God, uh, we're watching Chris's Rock, Chris Rock special and he's talking about the bit that we saw in New York. And we're like, Oh my God, we're 20 minutes behind you. We were watching it. We were watching it in different countries. And so the coolest thing was though, it was literally our set from New York city. So it was just such a cool moment. I would say it's a New and York moment, definitely a New York moment. It was so badass. My favorite also though, was the comedian who came up after Chris rock was so like clean cut, but funny. Well, that was Todd Berry. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> anyone, if you don't know him, just go, like YouTube, anything by him. And he has like a distinct, slow mm -hmm. speaking uh, pace. I think his joke was like, wow, you guys are in for a real treat. First Chris rock and now Todd Berry, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Right. <laughs> But he's a veteran, like he's been doing it 30 years. So it's like, again, the comedy seller is smart. It's like, who do you put on after Chris Rock? You put on a guy who's done it for 30 years, who isn't going to be like scared or be like, oh, yeah. fuck, they're not going to go for me now. So that was funny. And then the last comedian, Ferris, was like in love oh, yeah, with. She I can't loved that guy. I can't remember whose name. name, but she's like, I'm following him on Instagram. Yeah, now. he was and pretty like, funny. She was like dying. She was, my stomach hurts. He's so yeah. funny. She went to like the bathroom to like basically like cough from yeah. like laughing so hard. Um, so comedy night was like so much fun. So yeah. I felt like I had my thing. Yeah. You had your thing. Yeah. Third night was Ferris's thing. Yes. So fast forward 
forward to the next day. Yeah. I think we went out for bagels again or we went to some like hoity-toity place. And remember, I tried to get a latte and the person's like, we don't use milk right. or something. And they like yelled at me. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of- we'll, we'll also, sorry, we'll post a picture of Chris Rock from the comedy cellar. Totally. Um, the next day, I think we went to- well, We went to Soho to do like record shopping and shit. Do we get anything good from that pickup? We did. We got Curtis Harding and we got- uh, Oh, didn't I get Dusty? Yeah, Dusty Springfield. Dusty Springfield. We also went to a John's Pizzeria. Yeah, that's right. And that yeah. was insane. John's Pizzeria was great. That was before uh, the, the Sam Jackson Sam show. Sam Jackson show. So the one thing I'll say is, I, I don't remember what we did in the middle. Like, I think we all just dicked around and, like, did our own things in the middle. Um, but, all right, Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, shut up. So when we went to... The Sam Jackson show, again, no stake in the game. This was Ferris's yeah. thing. We're going to go. We're going to have a good time. I fucking love Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. My favorite thing is like during this like very intense, like quintessential oh, 1900s a, slavery yeah. story. It's not a, co yeah, it's a very, uh, it's a it's a, yeah, it's a story about slavery. Yeah. Right. And how like. There's nothing the, to stop here. Okay, okay, Siri. Siri. Okay, Siri. <laughs> um, basically, it was the origins of like this family who had kept this piano and like had built their ancestors, like carved them out into it. Mm -hmm. And so this like one person wanted to sell the piano to get money and everything, but Samuel Jackson's family yeah. was like, no. Yeah. Samuel Jackson broke character in the film and it, or in the musical or play. And it was like everything fucking to me just to see him laugh. Like right. I was like, who the fuck signed this guy up for this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but David, John David Washington, Washington, he was great. Ferris was like absolutely smitten and like right. he did a really great job. Mm. Um, there may have been Denzel Washington's wife slash yeah. John David's mother in the audience. Yes. Um, but no, that was super fun. And then I think, we couldn't, didn't we go to that other bar afterwards and she had the bad calamari? We went to like an Irish pub. Yeah, which was like horrible. And then we got like calamari. Yeah. Like, what are we doing with our lives oh, here? Oh, the other place we went to, I don't remember what fucking day it was, but um, you and I, for my birthday in 2022, went to go see The Whale. And then there right. was like, um, starring Brandon Frazier. Brandon yeah. Frazier did an interview in the Grand Central Station in the Oyster restaurant. Right. And so we were like, oh, we got the go. night of the comedy cellar. Yeah. So we're like, we have to go there because it's like super cool. It's the oyster bar in Grand Central. Yeah. Um, and again, amazing architecture. There's like celebrities go there and like de geek out and stuff. I will say architecture was better than the food. Ooh, that controversial. is controversial. That is a hot take. <laughs> So we got oysters. Oysters in my pocket. Yeah. <gasps> Royal Otis. And then um, I did not have them for lunch. Uh. And so, um, yeah, I'm even looking at a picture right now. The architecture, again, it's like beautiful tiled arches and like mid-century modern kind of design in terms of furniture. The food, well. subpar. Ultimately, you're in a train station. Like, would you eat oysters at Union Union Station? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I don't, that's not. All right, all right, all right. So I would say probably not. Um, but you know, New York has like really great options for food. I think we did a decent job. Oh, we did it. We did your pizzas. We did. I forget. We what did. Else? I don't remember what else we did. I don't but what um, else we did. Then what happened? Well. 
that is mostly the trip, I believe. Well, I mean, when you did everything else, you do like you go through Times Square. We did some shop and you bought some outfits. We went mm-hmm. through Central Park, mm-hmm. drank our way and ate our way through New York City. Yeah, we you did, and I dicked around in Soho a fair bit. Yeah, we did Broadway. We did the Comedy Cellar. I mean, for the most part, that is that is the trip. Like, yeah. it's just crazy that we drove our asses down there. So we had to drive back to Toronto. And I think at that point you were like, oh. Like, I well, don't feel like driving back. No, because it's like an eight and a half, nine hours. You're like, oh, I'm just driving back like to real life. Like driving mm-hmm. to New York, you're excited. You're all these things. But now you're like, fuck, we just got to drive all the way back home now, which sucks. The only cool thing was exactly on the way to New York City, there were those signs like scenic route. And yeah. you're like, what am I looking at? Because it's pitch black. On the way back, driving through the Poconos is absolutely stunning. Well, first of all. First we, of all. First of all. <laughs> so, who wrote the note? used to did we get our car back in one shape oh my god yes and like to be fair day one i was having like panic attacks that night i know i know i'm like i hope our car is still there obviously there's no problem it's Mm -hmm. it's a new york city park spot and like let's be real what did you want to drive or was it like like to new york city like hell no i wanted to take the i wanted to fly there exactly but like when me and ferris were like we're gonna drive what were your thoughts Uh, because we definitely weren't driving her car I thought you were going to say, because we definitely weren't going to ask for your opinion anyways. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I was nervous because like, it's a nine hour drive in a brand new car. But I'm like, this car is state of the art. It's got snow tires. Mm-hmm. So this is, it's got brand new oil and mm-hmm. gas and all that shit. So I'm like, let's do, I wanted to do, I wanted to go to New York. So I thought if you guys are game, then let's do it. What about you? Just go for Just it. Just go for it. What about you? I would, I'm happy to do it. I trust us for driving. I think it was mainly more, our car is going to get stolen. Yeah. Um, that was the main one that I was nervous about, but I'm just, I'm glad that you and I are up for doing these kinds of things. Cause that could have easily been like, well, we're not going to go. Well, you'll try and get refunded. Yeah. All this shit. But, uh, the, to your point, the cool thing about driving home was we drove through all these very famous Jersey Shore hotspots. Yeah. So we drove through Secaucus, which anyone who watches Family Vacation knows all about Secaucus. Yeah, stopped in Secaucus? Secaucus. <laughs> drove through the Poconos, which again is very famous in Jersey Shore family vacation history. Drove through Scranton, PA, shout out the office. Yes. And how was that drive home? Uh, it was funny. So then, <laughs> again, because like, where does one eat in Scranton? Um, oh, my God. So, so we were like, oh, let's go get gas and let's go to, you know, fucking Scranton establishment. Yeah. Chili's. Chili's. For lunch. Uh, so we went to Chili's. It was in like a strip mall. Yeah. I remember Ferris and I went to the bathroom and we were like, in the bathroom and then this chick came out of a stall and didn't wash her hands and we like judged her hard well weren't we like we're getting ready to go and then i'm like okay i'm gonna use the, wa- the washroom one more time and it's like ferris <laughs> you want to go because you and i both have to pee a lot she's like, no i'll just go use the washroom at the gas station like, <laughs> Ew. like okay why are you so okay. gross yeah um, it was just more funny yeah it was so funny i think i was like color like um what you call it hysterically like laughing at that point um but anyway so we made it home it was a, such a great oh, adventure. Hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. Oh, no, we didn't make it home. Drive for what? Eight and a half, nine hours. Yes. We drove through Manhattan, drove yeah. through the Lincoln Tunnel, drove yeah. through Newark, New Jersey, Scranton, Seacaucus, yeah. Poconos. Let me ask you this. We drove through Buffalo. Yes. Did we hit any traffic oh, yeah. through any of the three None. states we drove through when we drove through Nothing. Manhattan? Nothing. Was there any traffic? No traffic. 
as soon as we cross that goddamn border and get on to like the gardener in Toronto at 10 o'clock at night, yeah, did we hit any traffic? All the gridlock. That's all in we the- hit was just traffic. Straight up traffic. It was the most ridiculous thing. And like a testament to how bad Toronto driving is. Mm, mm, um, mm, mm. It was so annoying. Yeah. But uh, other than that, that, obviously, and then the vibe wasn't as like exciting driving home. Like no. we, we had the music and like, whereas when we drove down there, we were doing that bird song like six times <laughs> yeah. and we like, we were like, let's get us off. Yeah. We just wanted to get home at that point. We also went to Rockefeller Square. Yeah. Yeah. We that did was the, amazing. We, too. we went to 30 Rock. Yeah. Rockefeller Square. We saw like some of the um, Christmas stuff was still like the yeah. big tree and shit. So it was honestly, it was such an amazing way to start the year and i also think it kind of teed off that just go for it attitude of well because everything after that the you know next adventures that we have every month became something new and exciting and i think that is what we were missing in 2022 exactly so i mean do you have anything else you want to say about this trip or no i think it was outstanding so we are just about at that time where Mm -hmm. we gotta wrap this up and do you want to preview what some of the next few episodes might be about or like the locations or what are you thinking so basically every month we kind of went to you know, a new city or had an adventure in a different city. Uh, We've met some new friends. We went on vacations with some friends, Uh, pop culture moments. So we got Montreal. We got your Vegas. We got Mm. a Chicago. Mm. We got a Dallas. We got Mm. a Winnipeg. We got a Niagara. Right. We, we got concerts for days. We got stories for days. Um, but we're really excited uh, for this season just because it's like action packed and giant. Exactly. So, we gotta we gotta do a band of the week now. And who, are you, yeah. who are you thinking? What do you what do you think we should do for New York? There's a lot of legendary artists. Mm-hmm. We saw the Yeah Yeah Yeahs last night. Legendary oh. New York uh, rockers. Jay Z's from there. Action Bronson. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people I can't think of. <laughs> Bob so, New. No, I was like <laughs> anyway. So one of the bands. I don't even know what playlist you put this on, but. John makes obviously really great like mixed playlists uh, for any kind of occasion where we have to drive. And so on one of them, he had a song by Nas uh, called New York State of Mind. Mm. And I was like, wait a second. What's your relationship with Nas? None. You didn't really listen to any of his music? I never listened to any of his solo stuff. So unless he was like. He's got group stuff. No, no, no. Like if he was featured on somebody else's mm. track, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I wouldn't yeah. pay yeah, yeah, attention yeah. to that. Sure. It's similar to our Ghostface Killer. Like I was like, he's on a Kendrick song? Yeah, you like, just realized, I yeah. didn't realize that. So did I listen to any Nas solo stuff? No. But about five weeks ago, I played you like two songs from his legendary debut album, Illmatic. You're like, oh my God, this is like a masterpiece. I'm like, yeah, this yeah. is one of the best albums ever. And so you've been on like a na- nasty Nas um, <laughs> rabbit hole. And so it was outstanding. And so I, yeah, went down the rabbit hole and listened to Illmatic like maybe like five times in one day. Mm. And like you sent me a bunch of articles. So like the album dropped in 1994. So yeah. we were obviously like kids. I don't yes. know if you listened to it. No, it no, no, I did not listen. <laughs> so, I listened to like rock around the clock. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, but basically, you know, this album 
it sounds like New York. Mm. And so one of the things in one of the articles you sent me was like the inspiration pulling different things like the sound of rats running by, the sound of the subway, like people playing drums on it and stuff like similar to Only Murders now that I'm thinking about it. Um, But there's like a slew of songs on here that I absolutely love. Um, New York State of Mind was the one that got me into it. I really love Memory Lane. Okay. Um, but I'll let maybe New York State of Mind will be the song. That's that's what you want to do for Song of the Week by the Band of yeah. the Week? It's like, it sounds like jazz with mm. a hip hop underscore. Yeah. And it's like storytelling at its best on this album. I don't know. Absolutely love it. Why don't we get into it then? This is New York State of Mind off the album Illmatic by your boy Nas. So let's get into it. All the ways to get in contact with our asses, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok.com slash live at 605. And then follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I'm at Val Gomez 23. And you can see the gallery from some of our pictures from this New York trip. Damn. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Let's go. I'm flipping with the funky rhythm. I'll be kicking. Musician, inflicting composition. A pain, I'm like Scarface, sniffing cocaine. Holding an M16. See, with the pen, I'm extreme. Now, bullet holes left in my peak holes. I'm suited up with street clothes. Hand me a nine and out the feet froze. Y'all know my stilo, with or without the airplay. I keep some E and J sitting bent up in the stairway. I either on a corner betting grants with the CeeLo champs. Laughing at base heads, trying to sell some broken amps. G-Packs get off quick forever, niggas talk shit Reminiscing about the last time the task force flipped Niggas be running through the block shooting Time to start the revolution, catch a body head for Houston Once they caught us off guard, the Mac-10 was in the grass And I ran like a cheetah with thoughts of an assassin Picked the Mac up, told brothers back up The Mac spit, lead was hitting niggas, one ran I made a backflip, heard a few chicks scream My arm shook, couldn't look, gave another squeeze Heard it click, yo, my shit is stuck Tried to cock it, it went and Shoot, now I'm in danger Finally pulled it back And saw three bullets Caught up in the chamber So now I'm jetting To the building lobby And it was full of children Probably couldn't see As high as I be It's like the game Ain't the same Got younger niggas Pulling the triggers Bringing fame to their name And claim some corners Crews without guns Or corners In broad daylight Stick up kids They run up on us Four fives and gauges Max and fat Same niggas That catch you back to back Snatching your cracks in black Yo is a snitch on the block Getting niggas knocked so hold your stats to the coke price drop I know this crackhead who says she gotta smoke nice rock And if it's good, she'll bring your customers a measuring plots But yo, you gotta slide on a vacation Inside information keeps large niggas erasing And they wild spacing It drops deep as it does in my breath I never sleep, huh? cause sleep is the cousin of death Beyond the walls of intelligence Life is defined, I think of crime When I'm in a New York state of mind State of mind State of mind New York state of mind That I'm a gangster, drinking my wets, holding text, making sure the cash came correct. Then I step investments and stock, sewing up the blocks to sell rocks. Winning gunfights with mega cops, but just a nigga walking with his finger on the trigger. Make enough figures until my pockets get bigger. I ain't the type of brother made for you to start testing. Give me a Smith and Wesson, I have niggas undressing. Thinking of cash flow, Buddha and shelter. Whenever frustrated, I'ma hijack Delta and the PJs. My blend tape plays, bullets and strays. Young bitches is crazy, each block.
rock It's like a maze full of black rats trapped Plus the owl in his back From what I hear in all the stories When my peoples come back black I'm living where the nights is jet black The fiends fight to get cracked I just max a dream I can sit back And lamp like Capone With drug strips on All the legal luxury life Rings flooded with stones Homes, I got so many rhymes I don't think I'm too sane Life is parallel to hell But I must maintain And be prosperous Though we live dangerous Cops could just arrest me Blaming us were held like hostages It's only right that I was born to use mics And the stuff that I write Is even tougher than dice I'm taking rappers to a new plateau Through rap slow My rhyming is a vitamin Hell without a capsule The smooth criminal on beat breaks Never put me in your box If your shit eats tape The city never sleeps Full of villains and creeps That's where I learned to do my hustle Had to scuffle with freaks I'm an addict for sneakers Twenties of Buddha and bitches with beepers In the streets I could greet ya About blunts I teach ya And hell deep like the words of my breath I never sleep Cause sleep is the cousin of death I lay puzzle as I backtrack to earlier times Nothing's equivalent to the New York state of mind New York John Malin and Val Gomez. 